This is a Royalist Creative Production. We're back with another episode of The Worst Song on Earth. My name's Chris, and I'm here with John. Hey. And Andy. Hey, everyone. <laughs> is he on a delay? Is no, he on a delay? That's true. What? He really takes what? his time. Every time. He's very relaxed. Yeah. He enjoys Every time. He's just I, in this moment. I don't, but it's not what even a, it's not relaxed, John. It's like a slow response. Like, I, I, <laughs> that's anyway. What, that's what it Why is did you do that on purpose, Andy? It's, it's like you... It's like you want to kill my feeling of just, I try to get the thing going, and then you're always like, uh, awkward pause, I'm back. I don't and understand. I feel I'm uneasy. like energetic, I'm clear, Okay, I'm enough, here. enough, 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 enough. <laughs> we gotta move here. on from this. I'm sorry, He's it's my here. mistake. He's here. Yeah, you're here. <laughs> Thanks for showing up. Okay, so my opening question for you guys, it's a common question, but I think I have a, a spin on it that that's a little bit different. So... First impressions. Everyone knows the saying is, you know, you can never make, it's never a second chance to make a first impression and all that stuff. If that first impression actually went pretty darn well, mm-hmm. but then, then it falls apart. What happens in that scenario? Do you fight to get back to, to that standard that you thought was there where you're just like, no, 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 I'm going to, that first impression was so good that I'm going to try to make sure this experience goes back to that first impression. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of science on this, actually, that when you have expectations because of a great first impression, but then as the relationship forms, you find out you don't like the thing in question, you Mm -hmm. dislike it even more because you also have an internal conflict and a constant disappointment because you're comparing in your mind between that initial hope, that relationship you had with that hope, versus the betrayal that you got with the actual relationship and i have this all the time there's a video game called donkey kong country that oh. every time i see it i feel like the bottom just got pulled out i, I feel my heart sink because i love donkey kong i grew up playing donkey kong donkey kong was gone for a while then had a big comeback all of a sudden he's got his own country psyched but oh. the game is really not like classic donkey kong it's actually pretty dull in a lot of ways Pretty darn Andy, do you feel the you feel the same way about this, Andy, or what's your? Everyone talks about the sophomore album, like so. Mm. This band comes out and they have this amazing first album, and mm-hmm. then there's all this pressure to make this great second album, and it's it's the sophomore slump is what they call it. Yep. Yeah, a lot of bands can't reach that same level on their second album. Maybe they rebound on their third. But that usually that second album is not as good as the first. It's why people get divorced. Divorce. Mm. It's a sad time. But it's like the love I had for you compared to the feeling I have now, they're so different that, sure, if I met you today, maybe it would be fine. But because I'm comparing you to your former self, your, the self I first met and fell in love with, I can't stand you. And they get divorced. It's sad. So... It's kind of depressing. Yeah. I think I felt. I think I fell victim to this kind of expectation. You thing. got divorced and from the song, kinda. I, I might have. I, I mean, I might be in the middle of like a bitter divorce. It might just be a separation. But I think it's a divorce. I have no interest. <laughs> um, so, did you have interest in the beginning? I did. Oh. So oh. here's what I want to talk to you guys about: is I want to see if I if I talk you through this. Do you agree with me that this may possibly be the worst song on earth? This is the worst song on earth. Maybe this is the worst song on earth. The worst 
Okay, so the first time I heard this person, this this is this artist. As I, I don't like how people always call people artists; they're just songwriters and musicians and stuff. <laughs> but the first time I heard this person, I thought, "Oh, this isn't bad." So the guy's name is Ed Sheeran, and Who? you I'm Ed Sheeran. Ed I'm Sheeran. just kidding. Oh, you're just kidding. You know I was who he is. barely kidding. I he was in the Game of Thrones. Is. What's that? Oh, he was in Game of Thrones. Oh, see, I didn't. I, that's a great thing. I didn't even think about that, but that plays into this story perfectly. <laughs> so. I heard him do a song called The A-Team the first time I heard it. And I thought, oh, this is nice. This is a nice song. I didn't love it, but it was a nice song. It felt like Damien Rice, like a light version, of, a poppy version of Damien Rice. It was nice and slow, acoustic guitar, very melodic. I thought that was okay. It wasn't bad. Then, you know, I kind of heard these other songs like Lego House or something. I was like, ah, not so good. Lego House? Yeah, and it's not bad, but it has elements of what is to come, which is not good. So this song is called Shape of You. I'm in love with the shape of you. We push and pull like a magnet do. Although my heart is falling too. I'm in love with your body. And last night you were in my room. And now my bed sheets smell like you. Every day discovering something brand new. Well, I'm in love with your body. I don't, I don't need to know about any of that. Yeah, the bedsheet <laughs> smell like you is disgusting. And we talk a That's lot the worst of, line I've ever heard. We talk a lot about sheets, and we've been talking a lot about sheets and clothing and beds and stuff in our episodes before. It's pro- too personal. He did both sides, right? He was like, and I'm a man, and I like you. And he's like, and now I'm a girl, and I like you, too. Just like, I don't know if, like doing a puppet I don't know show. if he's bouncing back and forth, or he's just <laughs> harmonizing with himself. I'm not so. sure. I think but, he was doing both parts of the romantic situation, like a well, weird, the, like a weird. This is perfect, though, John, because you didn't know him, and even though we were just talking about the fact that his, I, if I, I don't know math great, and people could understand that by hearing me try to add up the scores into this song. But I think it says Spotify had 2.6 billion listens wow, of this song. God. What? If that's even possible. But John, you don't know much about him. What's your first impression of that? Because that's your first impression. My first impression is if this was like a 20-year-old guy messing around with Pro Tools or whatever in the college dorm, I'd be like, mm-hmm. keep at it, kid. You know, like there's some, you're, you're not a terrible singer and there's some I, cute ideas, but it's really, no one's going to like it, like it, because it is totally insular and boring and annoying at the same time it actually weirdly enough reminds me of donkey kong country a little bit it has all this kind of unnecessary ethnic percussion when he's just a pasty is he british that that, that's a great because i remember that that stupid game donkey kong country and the drums (laughs) were constantly going (laughs) but it was made by english guys and they're very nice guys actually no no at least one of them uh but you know it's definitely just trying to sound like you've got culture and vibe but you don't you're just a boring uh pale he's got red hair is that right yeah he he kind of looks like like a muppet so this guy, this this guy, this song, he's my Donkey Donkey Kong Country. It sounds like because <laughs> my first impression, he was my Donkey Kong at first. I was like, not bad. This is all right. And yeah. then it turned turned completely. So I guess what's happening for me 
is I'm so irritated. And Andy brought up the Game of Thrones thing. When that I saw that scene, I was like, oh, come What's on. What's he doing in Game of ridiculous. Thrones? I've seen bits and pieces of that show, but I've never seen a he full He sits around episode. like a fire or something. He's literally he in like 15 minutes of the whole it, it series. It should just say like, really? it should be like the Love Boat title at the bottom where it says like, yeah, cheer in when he shows up because it seems so <laughs> out of place when it happens. But... That was my first impression. I'm having trouble letting go of it. So I'm not where you said, John, yet where I like, I hate, hate the guy at all. Because I don't hate the guy. I never would hate the guy. But I don't, I don't listen to that music. I don't listen to any of the other music. But I'm just kind of hoping he makes another melodic song like that A-Team song. And I think it's just time for me to let go. Why is this song so popular? So people want a horny little British guy <laughs> pretending to be a girl talking to himself? About smelly sheets? Why do they? And like little bongos and, you know, your body. Like he starts to show a, a, a genuine emotion for a feeling. He's like, and my heart is feeling too. It's like, oh, he's, he's a lover. I, I can get behind an innocent little fellow who's starting to feel love. But then, and I love with your body too. Down to that, just, no, I don't want you thinking about bodies, sir, mine, or anyone else's. It's not, you're not a sex pot. Sir? I can't get past the smelling of the sheets like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he just, thinks his sex is what's good, but crass. that's not what's good. Oh, I didn't think about it that deeply. I think he was just, oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's sex fluids on those sheets. Oh, no. I don't and he likes so thinking about those smells. <laughs> and uh, and so. two billion people were like, yay. Can we listen to that song about that guy who likes the way his no. smells are? Uh, his sex fluids I don't fluid think that's what it's about, John. I it think is that's too far. It's well, definitely what I mean, it's about. I, it's I sex feel like smells. John is no, it's not onto something about. here. It is no, it's, it's not about that. It is. It's taking me to a level I'm not ready to go to. <laughs> it's two billion people want to go there for fun, for oh. fun, for for like, hey, man, it's a really slow night tonight. What do you want to do? Let's listen to that sex smell song with that little fella. Well, who else? Who I mean, in life, what? Give me another example of a first impression that went bad. Is there anything else you can think of that was a first impression that went bad that I can I can like I any I'm of my dates guys, I used to have when I was single? <laughs> well, you want to give me any details, or you just want to tell us like a blanket statement? What was the woman that said you always walked ahead of her? Wasn't there someone who said that when you went to like Charlestown or something? And she was oh like, yeah, you, yeah. I went on I went on a date, and I tend to walk fast anyways, so I was always ahead of her, and she found that very very rude. And she was like, why, mm. why are you so always walking ahead of me? You were the like, cheer into her then. Yeah. I've got one for you, Andy, where oh. you set an impression, but then you couldn't maintain it. We went to lunch uh, with the singer from uh, Weezer, Rivers Cuomo, at the Ground Round in Cambridge. Yes. And you started to tell him, this is the first time you'd hung out with him, because we'd hung out with him a couple times, and I think you came along. This is your first impression. And, you, and it was like, oh, we love Weezer. This is amazing. This is cool. This is fun to meet this guy. And you started telling about a clone theory you had. Yeah, my clone about, theory. Yeah, you had this great clone theory. And he was really enjoying your clone theory. Really enjoying your What's clone theory. What's the clone theory? theory? Andy, tell us real quick. So my clone theory is that everybody has a clone or like a doppelganger, right? And, you, you know, it's like I'm here and then there's a doppelganger of me like in Russia or something. And if you ever meet, if you ever come into contact and see your doppelganger, one of you will blow up. So like those rare instances of you hear of people like spontaneously combusting, that's because they met their doppelganger and they blew up. So What's that your was first my first impression theory. of that theory, John? 
<laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember here. I was really jealous that that uh, you were all hanging around with Rivers Cuomo. I was a big fan of his music. I know now that just because you like somebody's music doesn't mean you're going to like them as a person. And everything you told me. He was me a good guy, him. though. Yeah, he, he seemed a like guy. a great guy. But I thought like hanging out with him would make me feel like his albums did. When in oh, fact, yeah. hanging out with him was just like a, a nice guy. It, it was nothing to be super jealous about. I understand that now. But at the time, I was like, Andy's big chance to make friends with Rivers Cuomo. And he basically takes Back to the Future 2 uh, and says it's his theory, but it's not founded on anything <laughs> other than just, oh, I think it's true. I think that well, wait, you could, but John, I don't think it's true. It's, just, it's he a theory. It. <laughs> John, here's the thing, though. That, I'm talking about the first impression. R- Rivers loved it. He couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> he was adding to it. And more. I remember being like, wow, Andy's making a great first impression. And it was really good. But then he got so confident, he tried another theory the next time. And it did not go over. And I can't remember your other theory, but you had like another like spotlight. I've got an idea. And you threw it out there. And this time it sunk. And <laughs> I think Rivers Cuomo let you go mentally at that Maybe. No, but see, I this still is, haven't let Ed Sheeran go as well. This is how I remember it, though. I remember okay. telling my clone theory to Rivers Cuomo. And he just sat there and listened. Didn't say anything. It was very quiet. And all of you were like going, Stop talking, Andy. Stop talking. You're boring him. He's going to be like, I don't want to hang out with these crazy dudes anymore. And I, I was just babbling on about my clone theory and how great it was. And you were all like, oh my gosh, this is awful. But it turned out that he really liked that story. And I remember I, talking to a friend of ours years later who had bumped into him and he had asked about, hey, remember that guy who talked about the clone theory at the Ground Round or the Burger King, wherever the heck we were? I was like, oh my gosh, I made an impression on him. But... Later that day, we went and played basketball, and I went up and I blocked him, and I slammed him onto the ground, and you all were like, oh, you broke Weezer, and I was like nervous <laughs> that I broke Weezer too, and so then I think that first impression oh, of, yeah. you remember wow, why this guy's because quirky, the, whatever, turned the, into, this guy's a jerk, because he just slammed me into the ground. Yes, and the reason we were doing that, this is full circle, is because he had a a bum leg (laughs) and he was trying to get physical therapy to fix his leg and you in in like no one was making contact with anybody because it was just like hey we're casually hanging out and this guy's going he just had surgery on his leg so let's all be really and then you knocked him over so you first impression good second impression not so good not so good but your story he he then talked to probably lance or something later and said what's going on with andy your first impression was strong enough to outlast the fact that you injured him while he was trying to recover from a surgery. So maybe there's a reason why Ed Sheeran stays somewhere near me as a yeah. first impression. Where I think it's going to be better someday. He'll make a nice song again. I think I'm on the flip side. Okay. So I don't think I liked Ed Sheeran before I actually knew Ed Sheeran, if that makes any sense. Like, it doesn't. It sort of does. So you didn't no, but, like him, but then after you got to know like well, his so, personality and his persona? Like the first few times I heard the music, I was like, eh, whatever. I, I, it's not for me. But then when my wife would listen to it in the car and the girls would listen to it, and then I just started listening to it, and I'm like, actually, this is kind of catchy. I'm, it's not that bad. So, so I we're feel going like, in opposite directions. Yeah, so I feel like I, I started off with a bad impression. But now I'm in like, eh, whatever. And then I've seen him. He's been in a couple of movies, and he and he 
kind of playing a jerk and i think that's funny when when people play jerks when they're playing themselves this is the problem with it is i think he's a really from what i've said i've heard and i've heard him interview he seems like a very nice guy so that's why i'm conflicted why is he acting like that then though why is he singing about the that sex and the sheets why but it might just be this song john this is where i am this it might just be this song maybe he'll come and make a nice melodic I don't know song. if you can you can come back from this though. There's no reason and and Andy maybe you can explain why is everyone okay with this? Is it cuz he's so harmless and weak that the idea of him wanting to grab a woman's body is so unthreatening cuz he could just beat him up? If you didn't he's like not grabbing him? the body. He's just in love with the body. No, but she's, as she's, a woman, he's like No, she's Put saying your hand to grab me. Yeah, but it's him talking to himself. Like, is it so pathetic that it's just like a sideshow, like a joke well, or if something? You're, or? If, you're, if you're going about it like he's telling a story, like if he was like, hey, man, I didn't go to the club last night because that's not how you meet girls. I went to the bar, and then we put on Van Morrison, and then I started singing, and she's like, ooh, I kind of like you now. Uh, why don't you bring your body and get it close to mine? Wait, uh, whoa, whoa, Andy, is all that real? What yeah, you that's just said? That, those are the lyrics. Oh, I guess I didn't pay attention to the lyric. So, John, wow. Maybe that is it. But, John, you're imagining it's like he's like the little guy throwing punches and someone's just holding his head and he can't reach. And everyone's like, isn't that cute that he's trying yeah, to do that? Yeah, he thinks he's sexy, but he's just a, a little dweeb who's... I don't know, but he doesn't think he's sexy. That's the whole point. Then why is he singing about sex constantly? He doesn't go to the clubs because that's where the hot people go. He goes to the bar because that's where the regular people go. And then they put on Van Morrison. Like, that's definitely not club music. Put your body on So he's listening to Van Morrison and and he starts singing. And then that's when the girl's like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah, see, this is where I I am with this mix. Is you guys are representing the two things that are happening in my brain right now. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, because I'm doing both of these things. I'm doing the Andy thing where I'm like, this is gross. This, why is this little guy singing about all oh, this Oh, no, that's me. Stuff? I'm that's that. John. Oh, yeah. And John, that's what I meant to say. Sometimes I, f- I forget who I am and who you guys are. It's, <laughs> I do feel that feeling where I'm grossed out. I don't like all the sexual talk. I've never liked Prince very much because he always seemed to be delivering things in a sexual way where it made me uncomfortable. And then I hear this guy being very uncomfortably sexual, and it makes me want to just kind of run for the hills a little bit. But yeah. at the same time... There's something that's nice about him as a person. And I do like the idea of you're holding his head, forehead while he's taking swings and not making contact. <laughs> so I don't know what to do. I just don't know what to do, guys. Well, I think I know what to do. <laughs> this, I think we need to grade this what thing. Do you, what are we doing? We need to do it right now. Sure. Okay, Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You. I'm going first. Music, lyrics, and the feeling of the song. And Bills. one to ten, ten being this is the worst, one being it's okay. So music for me. <sighs> All those little digital boop, boop, beep, beep sounds and the, like the kind of very soulless soul that's happening there, that's pretty bad. So I'm going to go right to a nine. It's not the worst Whoa. thing I've ever, 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 ever heard from music, but it's pretty darn bad. Lyrics. They make me uncomfortable. They make me really uncomfortable. We talked about it. John even went deeper and talked about something that I wasn't even thinking about, which made me feel really gross. I'm going to give that. They're well constructed. He tells a story. Okay. And then Andy brought this thing about, uh, what's his name? Van Morrison. Van Morrison, yeah. I didn't even know that was in there. So maybe I don't have a full view of the lyrics, but I'm going to give it an eight. Feeling? Not a good feeling. Not a good feeling at all. I'm going straight to a nine. Whoa. A nine on my feelings for that one. 
So yeah, big big scores for me there. Big scores for me there. So I'm at a 26 on that wow. song. Wow, that's that's super high. Yeah. That Who wants really to go high. next? Who wants to go next? I'll go. I'll go next. Right, um, I think I, I can be pretty succinct here. So the music, I agree. It's kind of it, it's kind of repetitive. Kind of there's not a lot to it. Um, a lot of bleeps and bloops. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like a like a seven. Seven. Okay. Um, I like the bleeps and bloops. Yeah, and then <laughs> and then the lyrically, it, it's not awful until you get to that sheet part. The, I, I have a it's just it's crass and gross. And now that I know that he says says that, I don't want to listen to it with my family anymore. But mm, mm-hmm. I'll give that a seven as well. Fair enough. For feelings. the feels, for the feels. Um, <sighs> see, this is the thing. As bad as both of those things, the music and the lyrics, I'm saying, it it is kind of catchy, and I was singing along to it with my kids and my wife in the car and bouncing along with it, and it's like okay. So the feels, I'm gonna, I'll say, I'll say a four because it's not awful. Wow. Like it, I don't like if it came on the radio and they're listening to it, I'm not like I can't stand this song. I'm just like whatever and beeping, bopping, whatever. You're making a lot of sounds. Beeps, I am pops, making bleeps. a lot of sounds. I'm sorry. He looks Andy, like a Muppet, so I'm just kind of in that frame. I'm trying to stay away from the, the talking about him physically, but... <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing. I like the Muppets, so... You love oh, the We've established that. That's true. We've established <laughs> that. So maybe it's just my thing that I hate Muppets. <laughs> All right. That's an 18, Andy. An 18 for you. Wow, I like it a lot more than I thought I would. John's coming down with a hammer. I know the face that he's making. Right? He's excited <laughs> business. To, to rip this down. Music hated it uh the fact that he does what what a friend of mine tanya calls gang vocals where he wants to be everything to everybody all the time he wants to be the man he wants to be the woman he wants to be a chorus of guys just going like like suddenly when all those guys came in all of a sudden like just picture uh, why is he painting this picture for us? I'm still upset about it. Again, it's like he's doing a, a one-man puppet show of the time he had sex with a girl. And he did. I know you're like going to look about sex, but you picked the sex song. It is a sex song. Big, big time. 100%. Everyone, all these little kids listen to it. It's like, oh, yeah, this is the time Ed Sheeran had sex with that girl in a taxi or something. That's what the song's about. It's, I'm, not, I'm not using a swear word. It's just really what the song is 100% about. If, if, I wouldn't talk about it if it weren't for the fact that that's what it's about. So it's a, it's a sexy puppet show where he plays every character, including like 20 guys that come in in the bedroom scene and just go like when playing the bongos like it's the worst it's the worst frat party ever where everyone's small and sexual and I dislike all those guys that he plays you're killing me you gotta give me a number I can't take it I had a lot to say this sexy puppet show is the grossest (laughs) I really hate it I really hate it so for me music it's a 10 I really hate the music this is this is the this is the problem what? I brought this song and now I feel like I have to defend Ed Sheeran. Like I'm trying to make it better. Uh, this is a problem it for stinks. me. Lyrics. It stinks. Uh, the lyrics are annoying, but not insidious. They're not as horrible as that 
that uh, decision he made around how he would sing and what he would sing. So I, I would give them a seven. Okay. And the feeling. And the last is, category, feelings. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's an eight. Okay. Well, you came up pretty high then, John. Yeah, I really disliked this a lot. With a twenty-five, you're only one lower than me. Yep. All right. So to recap the numbers, I gave it a twenty-six. Okay. Andy gave it an eighteen. John gave it a twenty-five. And our average for Ed Sheeran's The Shape of You, the sexy puppet show, as John put it, is a 23. Whoa. I actually thought it was going to be right around there. Wow. You were right. I mean, it's still on the bad side. I mean, it's not not our lowest score. No. Not our highest. It's, It's. Before we go, John, can you maybe tell us a little bit more about The Sexy Puppet Show? I it's am actually intrigued by this. It's not yeah, that different at that, that time that Andy took those two treasure trolls and and put it the VHS camera we all used and, and filmed them headbanging to me and my friends by the Red Hot oh. Chili Peppers. But that was cute and innocent. That didn't get two billion views. Like for, if if this it was might, something though, that if if YouTube was around back then, that might have gotten that many views. <laughs> Maybe that's an ego statement if I ever heard <laughs> one. It is an ego statement. Andy, I'm kind of not. I'm not feeling very good about this oh. overall. So why don't you just close us out, bring us out of this episode? Thank you All very right. much. Well, you know, the best thing any of our listeners can do is to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all those cool social hip uh, media things. <laughs> <laughs> when Andy starts, I like to watch John hold back, waiting for that moment, and the moment hit much earlier than I thought. I thought you were doing really well, Andy. Yeah, I was. <laughs> until I threw hip in there, and then it's just... Oh. Anyways, check us out on social media. Tell us what you think about this song. Tell us what you think about uh, our episodes, and us, and everything. And, uh, yeah. We'll see you next time. Thanks well, for I listening. We're not going to see you, because we don't actually see anybody. Oh, God. Podcast. Just close it, Andy. <laughs> oh, sorry. See you later, everyone. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, thanks listening. for listening, everybody. Oh, yeah. Thanks for listening. This has been a Royalist Creative Production.